0: Welcome to Osteopathy Unplugged. I'm Steve Paulistio,
1: and I'm Bonnie Gintis, dio We're American osteopathic physicians, and we're a married couple devoted to the practice and the study of osteopathic medicine. We developed Osteopathy Unplugged out of our passion for osteopathy and the recognition that our profession needs a more intimate conversation about who we are and what we do.
0: Join us as we sit in conversation talking about the inner and outer workings of osteopathy.
1: Welcome to Episode 10, Removing Obstructions to Health. This is the third of our workshops devoted to the direct experience of finding health, and it's the fourth podcast dedicated to the essential osteopathic concept of finding health as the priority of every osteopath. In episode seven, we introduced the vital osteopathic concept of health. This lecture presented our unique osteopathic approach to finding health and created a map to lead you into the territory of health. Steve and I have rewritten Andrew Taylor Still's seminal quote, to find health should be the object of the doctor, anyone can find disease. We prefer to shift the emphasis and say, to find health is the priority of an osteopath. Anyone can find disease. In episode eight, we offered you a solo guided meditation oriented to finding health in yourself. This meditation helped to create the perceptual state for health to emerge. I introduced the phrase to find health as a type of osteopathy-based mantra that will help you find health in yourself as well as in your patients. In episode nine, we presented the first in a series of partner-based workshops. Episode 9 used a hands-on guided meditation format to help you find health in a partner during a simulated osteopathic treatment. If you have not yet listened to Episode 7, 8, and 9, then we encourage you to do so before diving into this new workshop. These workshops provide the foundation for being in the territory of directly experiencing health rather than just staying with the map of ideas. In Episodes 9 and 10, we guide you through an experience with a practice partner. We've created these workshops as a method of discovering health in another human being, your practice partner. Episodes 9 and 10 require that you work with a partner. The best option is to work with another osteopath. If you don't have a treatment partner, then do these partner-based workshops with a patient or a friend. Working with a partner simulates a clinical situation. You will then use these skills presented in Episode 9 and 10 with your patients in your office. Steve will lead Episode 10 and guide you into the territory, increasing your ability to discover health in your partner. This episode explores removing obstructions to health. You might ask us, why did you design these workshops? And how did you decide that three workshops oriented towards health were important? The answers are simple. First, to find health is what makes a DO distinctive. It's the unique part of our philosophy that defines the difference a DO makes. Second, we felt the need to get you out of your head and into your hands. Too often, osteopathic concepts are too cognitive. By creating a set of experiential-based workshops, we're providing an opportunity for you to have a direct experience of health. This workshop in particular is designed for osteopaths. Episodes nine and 10 are an attempt to duplicate the style of teaching utilized at an in-person osteopathic workshop. We feel compelled to help osteopaths better understand the depth of what an osteopathic treatment can be through experience rather than only using concepts. Experience is the best teacher. These workshops are for every osteopath at all levels of experience. Even the most seasoned DOs will benefit from fine-tuning their understanding of health as a biologic field. The osteopathic profession spends a lot of time discussing the concept of health, but not much time experiencing health consciously. It's our aim to transform how you work with the biologic field of health. If you are not an osteopath, and you work with patients or clients with a hands-on approach, this workshop can provide a novel pathway, allowing for a new way of being and an innovative way to practice. If you do not work in healthcare, then please listen to this workshop like a guided meditation. Please note that these workshops are not a formal osteopathic training. We will be providing a worksheet for these partner-based episodes Review the list of questions before you begin this exercise, and then spend some time deeply considering your experience. Write down key insights. At the conclusion of this exercise, you will switch roles and repeat the workshop with your partner. And after you have each functioned as the operator, it would be valuable to discuss your findings and experiences together. Remember, the experience of the patient is important, and that role also offers an incredible learning opportunity.
0: This workshop is an opportunity for you to approach how you practice osteopathy differently. Take the container of this workshop as a structure or a method to explore osteopathy in another way. We want you to get out of your habitual way of treating. When we encourage you to get out of your head and into your hands, we want you to shift from merely thinking about health to having an experience of health. As osteopaths, our hands are the metaphorical receptacles of the osteopathic experience. Osteopathy is a hands-on healing art and science. Of course, sensation and perception are much greater than what happens in your hands. Your perceptual field is a fully embodied state that encompasses your entire being. This exercise will use a different approach to finding health than in episode 9. In this treatment, we will toggle back and forth between doing your best to find health and alternating that perspective with treating a series of targeted dysfunctions. Our ultimate goal is to find what is right, the health, and we will enhance our ability to do so by removing some of the early obstructions to the fullest expression of health. Often, when we place our hands on a patient, the biologic field of health is not readily available to our osteopathic awareness. Somatic dysfunctions or osteopathic lesions block the easy expression of health, preventing us from utilizing health as our reference point, or there's too much interference or noise in the system and we cannot find the signal, the health. In this scenario, you will first attempt to find health as a discrete phenomenon and then identify a dysfunction treat it with osteopathic manipulation, and then return to finding health. The intention is to decrease the noise or interference caused by dysfunctions, allowing us to more easily find the health. Or, to use another metaphor, treating the dysfunctions cleans the dirty window, allowing us to clearly see the health. Often during an osteopathic treatment, we can access a portion of the biologic field of health, but that's not quite enough to work with, during the treatment process. Ultimately, we want to access the fullest manifestation of health and then utilize that field to do the work of healing. For this exercise, I will have you implement an osteopathic protocol that we call the crossroads treatment. In this structured approach, we will treat the four main spinal crossroads or transitions at the occipital atlanto junction or OA region, the cervical thoracic junction, the thoracolumbar junction, and finally, the lumbosacral junction. For brevity, I will have you targeting three of the four transition zones of the spinal crossroads with osteopathic manipulation. These three areas are commonly noisy dysfunctions that interfere with the easy perception of health. First, you will treat the OA junction, or suboccipital region. Second, you will treat the cervical thoracic junction, in particular, a first rib dysfunction, And finally, you will address the lumbosacral junction, treating whatever you find. These three transition zones are common areas where most people have some level of problem or dysfunction. These crossroads may not be the most important parts of the body to treat for this patient at this time, but they are a starting point that may allow you to more easily find the health after addressing these common dysfunctions. At the best, nearly everyone could use some fine-tuning at the spinal crossroads. In the worst-case scenario, the crossroads are a major dysfunction. The osteopathic treatment protocol of toggling back and forth between engaging health and stages after treating targeted dysfunctions is a simple yet powerful way to treat. It is one of the most common ways in which I treat patients using the applied clinical philosophy of osteopathy. In general, when you are removing the noise of a dysfunction in order to more easily find health, it is more efficient to use physical, biomechanical, or structural approaches. It is often best to use more direct action approaches such as myofascial release, muscle energy, or articulatory techniques, or to use indirect techniques such as facilitated positional release or counterstrain. You can use more subtle methods such as cranial osteopathic techniques below foramen magnum, but for the purpose of this exercise, those approaches may take too long. I would prefer that your targeted treatments be brief. They may be incomplete and may not fully resolve the issue that you find. You might be surprised to discover how helpful brief treatments can be. It's best to spend more of your time in between the targeted treatments, endeavoring to find health. This is a partner-based workshop. Please consider that both people have a learning opportunity simultaneously in this workshop. Some people think of the person offering the treatment as the active partner and the person receiving the treatment as the passive partner. But I have found that when I am the one on the table, that I can let go of the pressure of having to do something and I can fully experience my body's responses. Remember, both partners are paying attention and learning in both roles. So let's begin by having one up and one down. In the United States, that's how we often refer to having one person lie down on the treatment table and one person offering the treatment. In traditional osteopathy, the person offering an osteopathic treatment is referred to as the operator, and the person receiving the treatment is referred to as the patient. Even though the patient may be another osteopath, their role is that of a patient. Again, we ask that the person in the patient role be attentive and not passive. The patient will be attending to their own experience and will learn considerably from being on the receiving end of an osteopathic treatment. Now, let's begin. For the operator, we will start with the osteopath offering the treatment to be seated at the head of the table Don't place your hands on the patient yet. Feel your feet on the ground. Notice where and how you contact your seat. Feel what supports the posture you've chosen.
1: The episode you've been listening to just faded out because you are not yet a subscriber to Osteopathy Unplugged. Please visit patreon.com slash osteopathyunplugged and become a subscriber in order to have full access to the rest of this episode, as well as the complete collection.
0: We have created a set of foundational episodes that will be available for free for everyone. These teachings provide an introduction to osteopathic clinical philosophy. However, the full versions of all episodes are only available through Patreon. Access Patreon through their app or through a browser page. Thank you for listening to Osteopathy Unplugged.
1: And thank you for your interest in the osteopathic experience.
0: Until next time, be well, listen deeply, and stay curious.